190. Hashtag attracted at St. Nick Clips. Hashtag verse TV 190C. So I think it's a little bit of confusion on this topic because I keep saying it on TikTok and Instagram about what do you call a man that's attracted to trans women? And the proper term for those guys is trans attracted. Now, I ain't trans, so I'm, you know, I'm not obligated to speak on this uh, subject, but I'm just spreading a little bit of information that was given to me by a trans woman. You know, she educated me, so I'm gonna do my best to educate y'all. I think the confusion is when you think of the LGBT spectrum and you think of those types of guys, you like, well, what letter is he? You know, what letter is he? Because he's, he's definitely on the spectrum, but which letter is he underneath? You know, he's in that plus section. You know, that new section that they didn't add it on. <laughs> they didn't add it on to the conglomerate. <laughs> but the proper term is trans attractive. So stop putting them niggas in my section. They not gay. I get why you would consider them gay, but they are not gay. Because those same niggas would not even fuck with a nigga like me. Because I have a mustache. I, I live my life as a man, you know, and I'm attracted to men. That is the definition of a gay man so a man that likes femininity and womanness and womanhood no matter what parts are down below he's not gay it's like it's beyond genitalia you know what i'm saying and i know a lot of you are not going to agree but that that's what you call those types of men period i'm gonna use an example trans men i'm attracted to trans men so that means they were born and assigned at birth the, the the sex of a woman but somewhere along the line they realized that they wanted to live their life as a man so if i see if i am attracted to men as a gay male i'm attracted to men and masculinity if i see a trans man who is um exuding bitch we getting all them good words in this motherfucker tonight exuding masculinity <laughs> if i see him walking down the street I'm going to be like, damn, who the fuck is that? You know, I'm not even really thinking about what's in his pants. You know, he probably, you got a coochie. You know, we're going to figure that out later. But on the outside, I see a man. So I'm attracted to him because of that. Now, when it gets down in the bedroom, you know, and when you want to get into the nitty gritty of the genitalia, I may have to penetrate that young man. You know, I am going to penetrate that young man. I'm going to just keep it up with y'all. So... If you want to base everything off of the actual sexual interaction and say, well, yeah, it's it's um, it's, it's, it's straight sex, you know, because there's a dick and pussy. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit with y'all this morning. I'm not. <laughs> All right. So. If trans attraction is to a woman who is pre-op, i.e., well, pre-bottom surgery, I would feel more comfortable with them being classified in the plus category. But if the woman is post-op and did the top and bottom surgery, I... I don't, I don't feel that is different from a standard heterosexual relationship, in my opinion, you know, but that's just me. And uh, my connection, I, I remember speaking with a trans woman friend of mine who she was pre-op for the bottom surgery, but she did have the top surgery. And she did say that she classified herself as heterosexual. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, different people classify as different things, and that's cool. And um, and I didn't disagree. And for me too, I can also be attracted to trans men. Um, uh, and. My uh, particular connection story, one time while I was uh, browsing the uh, 
browsing through the halls of Jack. As I was browsing through Jack, I came across a dude who is a gorgeous, thick, dark chocolate. And people who know me know that I always talk about loving gorgeous, thick, dark chocolate. He was no exception. He was gorgeous, thick, dark chocolate. And I was like, oh, okay, and you're saying you're trans? That's not a problem for me. Come on over. Until he was like, yeah, you know, and I have a, a big, thick, delicious, wet, moist, pussy and it was like oh like oh you know and I, I i i get it there's a place for that as well there are people who that's a thing for them now what i had to come to grips with myself is i don't no, I do not think that vagina is actually disgusting. I don't think that just because somebody has a, a, a pussy that it's disgusting. But I realized part of the place that I sort of got that thinking in my early days is from the fact that in the gay community, we're often like, ew, pussy, vagina, ew. Like, and that was a thing, you know? And people... There's the complexity. I'll save the rest for my one minute. <laughs> okay. Um, well, first off, I will admit that I have had a huge crush on her. Um, but getting back to the tough get hand. Um, I can say that I fully agree with them. Um, and in that type of situation, I'm sorry, in that type of situation, I would probably go the same route as him sexually. And did you want me to do my sentence? Not yet. But um, I will, since you have a little more time, I'll ask you, what do you mean go the same route as him sexually? <laughs> All right. So just from what he said, like if he was in that situation, with the trans, I guess, trans men who didn't have bottom surgery yet, he probably still do his thing. And you would penetrate that young man? <laughs> yes. He had such a, uh, a relaxed way of, of putting it. It's like, I'll probably guess penetrate that young man. Like, okay, I know that's right. All right, I see you. Anyway, let me take my uh, one minute right quick. Oh, well, oh, okay. Yeah, and you'll, have, you'll come back with your one sentence. For my one minute, I will say, yeah, it, it's not disgusting. And I, I've been taught that. And just because th th that's how people would react in the gay community when I was learning about being homosexual, same gender loving. It's not like somebody uh, took me by the hand and was like, you're gonna be homosexual. No, as I was learning about myself and entering the community, those in the community were the type who were like, ew, vagina, you know, <laughs> but I, now I, I will say this, I have never, Actually, and this, this is fact, actual and factual. <laughs> I have never actually seen a vagina in real life. I, I, I've heard stories. I will say that I am a platinum star gay. And for those who huh, are in the know, you, you know what I mean. If you're not, um, look it up. But yes, I am her. Uh, 
platinum star gang. Anyway, my one minute, I will say, I do love the positive purpose of boxes. So no one feels left out of place, but maybe we can now make the placements without boxes. Make complexity. Your right. one minute and one sentence, if you have a one minute. Okay, both. Um, first off, I didn't understand that what you were saying. Um, what I was saying about what? What you were just saying. My one sentence? Right before that. Oh, how I call myself a platinum star gay? <laughs> well, you, yeah. You really want me to explain? <sighs> so a gold star gay is somebody who has never had sex with a woman, right? And of course, platinum is, uh, in America, it's 500,000 additional copies shipped. And <laughs> platinum star is somebody who has not only not seen a vagina um, for sex purposes, I kissed a girl, it was okay. That, that was it. But not only have I not seen a vagina for sex purposes, I have not, I was, I was born by cesarean. And they say, if you were born by cesarean, i.e. not coming through the vagina, that means that you really didn't have anything to do with the vagina. Anyway, basic complexity, what's your one center do? Stop, stop trying to make me do all that. <laughs> All right. Um, my was a one minute thing. Um, really, but life experience. Um, in life experience, I've personally, personally, wow, <laughs> I've personally had that relates to this was a crush I had in the past. Um, I had no idea he was a trans man because he was sexist. Hell. Um, but anyway, all right, my one sentence is do the most comfortable thing for you. Hashtag boredom leading at Coach Nick Love. Hashtag Verse TV 190D. On screen text. Stop letting boredom dictate who you let back in your life. Boredom will never, ever dictate who I let back in my life. Because if I initially cut someone out of my life, then trust it was for a very, very valid reason. Um, sorry. Um, all right. I'll also say that I had someone 
I was romantically involved with years ago, long time ago. Um, back, I let them back in my life, and we cool now, but we on real speaking terms only. That's it. So my initial reaction to that post is, I get it, Eureka, right? My connection, I would say, it's not boredom, like I just wanna toy around with dudes, but Whitney Houston sang best, sang it best in a couple of songs when she sang, see, sometimes I'm lonely, but I'm never alone for the Bible tells me so. Sometimes I'm lonely. Okay. And yes. And Whitney asked the question, are you really ready for love, boy? Or is it just a lonely talking again? And it's like, yeah, because sometimes that lonely be talking. And sometimes loneliness can rekindle negative desires. But this fact actually applies to more than just romantic relationships. It can also be the, the fun friend who got you caught up and disappeared after they and left you high and dry after they got you caught up in some trouble because they were so much fun you know and now you're bored and you're like well you know i guess it wasn't that much trouble and now you're you want a little mo excitement and i love little mo the artist by the way but you want a little mo excitement and in spite of the fact that little mo excitement could equal much more trouble, you know? <laughs> so that's something to consider. And this man's romance or romance, be sure the lonely, the lonely is not guiding your wants, okay? And physician heal thyself because I get it. And it's not like I, I do it all the time any means but sometimes sometimes that lonely will talk and you'll feel lonely and other times you acknowledge that you're never alone anyway but yes so and it's not that you're always in a state of anyway yes so that that's uh what you heard one sentence as I keep disclaimering myself to not seem thirsty and desperate. Like Aaron is just lonely and thirsty and desperate. Anyway, and, and I just kept talking myself deeper and deeper and so I was like, Aaron, shut up. Basic complexity, what's your one sentence? I had someone I was romantically involved with years ago back in my life and we cool now but we are on rare very rare speaking terms only all right and my one sentence is follow your heart brain combo teach them teamwork and now, are we ready for the timeless tea? Timeless tea. Tea without time. <laughs> now, the first question for timeless tea, and this will be like part five, and we don't write our answers in advance or anything. It's timeless, so I'm going to take the timer off. We're kind of just having a conversation about it. Why 
would you give a romantic partner a second chance and why wouldn't you? And I, I, I can speak first. Uh, why would I give a romantic partner a second chance? And it's like, I know my, my best friend is very um, opposed to giving uh, second chances to people. He, he, he straight up, I think he's actually even straight up said this to me before. He's like, I don't walk backwards. It's like, okay, but why would I give somebody a second chance? I believe the children of the future teach them well and let them lead the way, right? I believe that perhaps naively, I'd like to believe that, hmm, you know, it, it's funny because we, we don't write our answers to these in advance. So I, I'm thinking about it as I'm speaking about it but it's like, I was going to say, I believe that people can change. But then I was remembering when I was a kid in school and other kids would be like jerks or whatever. And I'd be like, mom, Timmy's being a jerk to me. And mom would be like, kids that are jerks grow up to be adults that are jerks. You know, so in some cases, yeah, people can change. And I believe that is a possibility. But in some cases, people don't change. But why would I give somebody a second chance if they if they present something that sounds good? and present as if they've actually made those changes and care to have made those changes. Why wouldn't I if those changes are not apparent? Basic complexity? Okay. Um, wait, I see it. That would say one, letting someone back into your life and specifically speaking on relationships. In that case, it would depend, depend on how or why the relationship ended. Um, it could have been something very mutual and cool, like for example, me and my first boyfriend still loving the dev and he knows that we broke up mutually, not over anything bad at all. Really, work was getting in the way for both of us. And we were both, wow, we were both teenagers at the time. So we didn't break up over anything bad. And here we are over 20 years later, and we're still good friends. Um, so I know it varies with every person. Um, but I definitely say it depends on why the relationship ended. It could have been something like I said with me, something like just work getting in the way. Or could have been something much worse. Like they cheated on you and had um teen kids with someone. Yeah. That one you can't really walk that back. I, I, I already have something to say, and that's why this is good timeless to you. But yeah. when, when you mentioned the kid situation, that's 
that's complex because that's another thing that like it's a condition that would only apply to heterosexuals and heterosexuals who go wrong as well <laughs> because you know that, that that's a thing and it's like you could be Heterosexuals that go raw in the vagina, in the vaginal cavity, yeah, right? Yeah. Because for those who go in the anal cavity, male or female, that's not going to produce a kid, <laughs> most likely. And I, I sometimes have the question why would you give that, like, have in dealing with men as a same gender loving man, have your male relations turned around, cheated on you with a woman and actually brought forth kids and, like, apologized for that or something? No, that has never, ever, ever happened to me. But I know situations like that exist in the world. Yeah. And in both the hetero and homosexual world, because Ooh. I don't want to say because bisexuality is a real thing or polysexuality is a real thing. It is. I, I don't want to seem like I'm blaming them as much as I'm saying. There are people who could be interested in a dude and a woman legitimately and turn around and impregnate that woman. And I feel that would be such an interesting place to be in. Anyway, um, one thing that you mentioned as far as your ex, I was like, um, <clears throat> I, I, I would say for myself, I've not had any uh, negative breakups that I can really think of. Lucky. I haven't had that many Yeah, no. Like I, I, I remember one dude, and he was so sweet. And I, that's yet another example of a time that I f things up. But I f things up because I was. The reason why doesn't matter. But but I, I remember he invited me over for Thanksgiving dinner. And not Thanksgiving dinner, but but some dinner. He was like, yeah, I could. I'd like you to come over. I'm like, me? Okay. And I came over and he prepared a meal. I, and this was during the uh, time that we had taken a break from each other. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. But, um, we had taken a break and um, we, we ate dinner and everything. And um, I remember we sat out on his porch and it was cold and I didn't have a warm jacket and he gave me his jacket and wrapped me up in it and him. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a man, you know? <laughs> that because he, he cared so much about my being warm and the fact that I was like the, the smaller guy and he was like, anyway, anyway, ultimately that was the same night that we decided to split because I was like, he's four years older than me, right? And I was like, I knew that he wanted to get married. And at that time in my life, I was not sure where I stood on the gay marriage thing for myself. 
I believe that gay marriage should be legal for people, particularly when I hear stories when I hear stories about this woman who went with her domestic partner through civil union, because that's all that we used to be able to do, civil union, mm -hmm. with her domestic partner through civil union and their kid to Florida. And um, while they were in Florida, one of them, one of the wives put their head on something and had a brain aneurysm and was in intensive care. And the other wife was outside of intensive care. Like, please let me in, please let me and our son in to spend time with my wife. And in Florida, they were like, fuck that shit. You're not officially married. So you, no, you cannot go in there to see her. You are just a friend. Well, we were civilly unionized. We, so all of that to say civil unions did not equal marriage. A civil union does not equal a marriage. Mm -hmm. um, and Uh, the civil union is not the same as marriage at a courthouse, but a right. marriage is different from a civil union. Anyway, because of the fact that I didn't know where I stood on gay marriage for myself, I ended up saying, okay, let's break up because you're about, I, I've spoken about him before because this is the, like, I, I, I've given everything now, but, um, I was like, you're about to be old and I want you to be able to find your uh, husband before you become old. Bear in mind, he was two years from 30. And I was like, I want you to be able to find your husband before you become old. Anyway, and I was just talking with an Uber driver about that earlier, um, well, not that situation, but just how I, now I'm on the uh, the edge of my 30s, looking into my 40s, and um, it, it's kind of like it's, it's the same old thing. Anyway, basic complexity, did you have anything to say on any of that? Um, well, one thing I definitely learned a long time ago, probably in my early to mid-20s, I learned, like, a lot of people don't get the fact that when you get down to the nitty-gritty of it, marriage is nothing but a legal contract. That's pretty much all it is. And it's like when you marry someone, like forget all the uh, grandiose wedding and all that crap. When you marry someone, it becomes you sign a legal document. And that means that actually now thanks to President Biden. Um, across the country, it has to be accepted wherever you are. <laughs> like, if just hypothetically, let's say I get married in Hawaii and then come back to, I don't know, Indiana. And my husband has a medical condition or is in a hospital. Yes, I have to be acknowledged as the husband, whether Indiana has a gay marriage or not, that don't matter. Ooh. Uh, I'm sorry, were you about to say something else? Oh, no, I'm sorry. 
because part of me was like, yeah, you know, like one hour 15, that'll be fine. Because I'm about to take us over <laughs> with this. Because, um, <laughs> yes. And as much as I got it wrong the week that we, we talked about it, it is called the Respect for Marriage Act because it is respect, respecting yeah. people's marriage, respecting people's mm. love choices. Respect. That's why it's called that. Now, when you mention another state, um, potentially having or not having that right, that reminded me of when we were trying to take gay marriage on a state-by-state -state basis. Yes. And how much that could have really been, if the Supreme Court didn't finally decide to say, you know what, if that it's legal nationwide, it's not a state decision, it's a federal decision. If they didn't say that, that would be, that, those would be the kind of struggles that people would have. Now that would also make it so perhaps gay couples wouldn't spend their money in certain other states, which could impact the economy for that state. But I, I would say that that state would deserve that kind of impact if that's what they did. And I, I remember, and I, I always shout this out, Maryland is my first favorite state, but my second favorite state is North Carolina. And when they, when they were trying to take it vote by vote, state by state, <laughs> Maryland did pass the gay, um, nope, the, what, what I, I'm just going to use the umbrella term, marriage equality. Mm -hmm. um, of course, it had different names in different states, but, and it was worded differently in different states. It's crazy. But um, Mar Maryland did pass the Marriage Equality Act, uh, yes. um, or did pass the marriage equality vote by a, a small margin, but it did pass on the strength of Central Maryland. So, yeah, Central Maryland said, yes, we want equal marriage. Everywhere else in Maryland said to slightly different numbers. In some cases, it was like a 40-60 for, for the counties. And 40% is still relevant, but 60% is the majority. And the other counties were like, uh-uh, no. But because Maryland is such a small state, those counties in central Maryland were enough to make it move in that case, you know? And also, this is why North Carolina is my second favorite state, because North Carolina actually had more, many more counties vote in favor of the gay marriage bill when it came to that state. But because of the fact that North Carolina is so huge, the red states the, or the no states outnumbered the blue states, the yes, the no counties outnumbered the blue counties Yes County in North Carolina. But North Carolina had more counties vote yes in favor of gay marriage way back then, before the Supreme Court had to teach us that we had to do it. But well, I'm glad that they did. Huh? I believe if I remember correctly that the Supreme Court made it legal countrywide at the time. In, I think, 2015, I think. I, I think it was 2014. 
And the reason oh. I, I'm thinking it was 2014 is because I'm thinking about our friends, Airy Can Productions, um, Larry and Leonard. Mm. And if I recall, they were married in 2014. And like the, the significance of it is it was, well, 10 years after they met in 2004 and then in mm. 2014, like a after they met and they've been dating that whole time when marriage became legal 10 years later in 2014, they got married and now they've been together ever since. All of that today, I, I, I think it was 2014. I would ask Google, but the mic's not on and it's, yeah. it's cool. Or, or maybe I, I could ask Google while you, um, if you have anything else to say. Um, yeah, just that um, when you were saying about Maryland, um, and at the time gay marriage was passed in Maryland and that was literally only months before it got to the Supreme Court. So at that point, Maryland was gonna pass it anyway. So it didn't matter. Actually, I do remember um, the vote at the time it was on the ballot um, gay marriage and it's like yeah of course Central Maryland said yes yes outside of Central Maryland largely said no um, and, and I, I was going to say um, by the way you were right it was 2015 and I have it right here it was June 2015 oh um June 26, 2015. Actually, so I was mistaken. Yes. But yeah, so, so that, that must be, maybe it was the 15 that they got married and I was thinking of before because I was just confused anyway. But um, yeah, Maryland but, did pass it just barely though. Well, because those outside, because I, I remember watching this dude on YouTube who was a Maryland dude. He, he was heterosexual. Not was mm -hmm. heterosexual. He's decided to change. No. <laughs> he, he, he met somebody who converted him. Anyway, I, I'm totally joking. No, he's a heterosexual dude. And um, he, I, I remember him talk, ooh. Okay. I, I rem and we'll wrap up right after I, I say this. I, I remember him talking about the gay marriage bill and he's heterosexual, but he was, I guess an ally, I'll say. Like he, he, he didn't hate gay people like many people do. I put it like that. And um, he was like, yeah, Maryland passed it, but just, barely, just barely passed it. And, and that's true, Maryland just barely passed it. And like I said, it, North Carolina, if the state was smaller, now North Carolina has a lot of colleges and a lot of colleges spread out. And I wonder if Alabama did something like that, how it would, it, because I was talking with the dude in Uber on the way back here. And he was like, yeah, you know, Alabama has a whole lot of HBCUs. I'm like, all right, Alabama. And uh, the universities in North Carolina carried all of the counties. So every county that had a university in it carried blue for uh, voting in favor of gay marriage. And North Carolina has a lot of universities. Uh, and it, it's so, anyway, 
<laughs> Do you have anything else to say, basic complexity, before we close this up? All right, just one final thing I want to tack on. What you were saying about North Carolina having colleges and universities, when it comes to even just say gay marriage, the new younger generation, they are so, so free spirited. And they just, they support it. They have no problem with it. So they are definitely our allies. Yes. <laughs> Things are moving forward in that regard, and, and that's good. I, I, I would like to think that they stay, that uh, stay in that direction and progress. Keep it right. Anyway. All right. Anything else, based on complexity? No, I'm good. All right. This has been week 190. And 90 is cool because, um, you know, I, I, I will speak to this just so randomly. Um, you can say something if, if you have to. I remember, or if you so desire, I remember. So the year 1990 is the year that we turned, what, eight? Seven. Seven. The year we turned seven. So, you know, we were old enough to remember things like kind of, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember Nickelodeon and other things like made a big deal about the turn of the decade. Like it's going to be a brand new decade. It's a new, can you feel a brand new decade? Anyway, but yeah, yeah, you know, everything was making a big deal about the fact that it was going to be a brand new decade. And that is something that I remember. Do you remember the, uh, the big deal being made about the brand new decade? Actually, I don't remember. But on the flip side, I ain't cared no way. Well, yeah, we, we were six, right? But mainly still it, it would have been on TV. Like, and don't act like you didn't watch TV. Oh, I'm not saying that. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been week 190. I'm Aaron Mack. You can find me A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V dot com. That's Aaron Mack. Is it a dot? Aaron dot. I don't, I don't think so. No, it's not. Aaron Mack at VerseTV dot com. And you can find Verse TV all over social media. Hashtag B-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. We're on many social platforms. Just look us up. Um, you can also go to our website, www.versetv.com. And that also has many of our social media outlets in the, uh, the bar at the top for all of our social media outlets. And versetv.com. Basic complexity. Well, um, basic complexity. Um, and it could definitely be found. You could find me on Twitter, but um, I really don't use it. I have an account there, but it's kind of pointless to even contact me on that because I probably won't even see it. Um, but I'm also on Verse 
tv.com so there's basic complexity and think two words merging to one um b-a-s-i-c c-o-m-p-l-e-x-i-t-y at verse tv.com which is v-e-r-s-t-e-a-v.com all right this has been week 190 social media family we'll talk to you later we'll see you next time around uh 9 35 going live every single monday check us out Talk to you later. Uh, if you can do the honors, uh, Burst TV family. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, right there's the logo. Perfect. Yeah. Talk to you later. Burst TV. Peace. Hashtag BurstTV.com. Stay blessed. Now, let, let, let me just make this joke really quick. You know, it, it's so funny trying to remember the direction to point in, <laughs> and I, I, it reminds me. <laughs> South Park is something else. South Park is one of those shows that stayed hilarious through the decades. Still hilarious, just like Simpsons, in my opinion. South Park. One of the characters was uh, walking with a, sh a, sh a shirt that said, I'm with stupid, <laughs> and it pointed to the other side, and nobody was standing there. So, because people will wear those I'm with stupid shirts, and sometimes there's nobody standing next to them. Anyway. That, that, that's hilarious. Let me show. All right. Peace. BirthTV.com. Stay blessed. All right. Have a good night. We are closing. Closing time. Hashtag BirthTV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, AKA Basic Complexity. Hashtag Burst TV Family. Hashtag Burst TV. Hashtag Burst TV Family. 190.